When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an IELTS Energy bonus episode. Boost your IELTS vocabulary scores with these business synonyms. Welcome to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Are you ready for business-related questions on the IELTS exam? Today, we show you how you can increase your scores on speaking and writing by subbing in different synonyms for business. Plus, learn about our business and social English course bundle to get ready for life after IELTS. Hey there, Aubrey. I'm excited to be on IELTS Energy Podcast. I know you guys might be surprised to hear Lindsay's voice. This is exciting. It feels like you're a special guest these days when you join us. Special guest. I love to be on here, try different shows. I haven't been on IELTS Energy since, I don't know, episode 700 or something like that. It's been a while. Oh, so wait a glad while to ago. Back. <laughs> I know we're so lucky to have Lindsay here today because we have a very special episode today because we are sharing a very exciting package that we are offering right now. So we'll tell you all about that. And you're also going to get some very important vocabulary for the IELTS exam. We're talking about the vocabulary score today, how you can score seven or higher, what keeps you from getting that score. And we're giving you some very important business related words to help you avoid repeating words. Uh, I love the idea of mixing IELTS with business because the reality is for many of our listeners, as soon as you guys pass your exam, you will be moving to an English speaking country and probably working or going to school in English. Right, Aubrey? Absolutely. So right. Some of you might be working in English now, but most of you will be in the future if you're yes. not. Right. Yes. IELTS is not the end goal. You guys are <laughs> likely moving to an English speaking country or trying to get you know, a master's degree to work in English. And so you need the English to make make it work, right? To be successful at work. Exactly. It's not the end goal. That's an important point. And it's also not the dream, right? IELTS is not right. the dream. The dream is moving your family abroad, making more money, providing a better environment for them. Whatever you dream of for your family, for your children, that's the dream. And this is one of the missing pieces, guys, is the business English skills. And we're going to learn too how to apply it on the test as well. So we're going to hit a lot of goals today, Aubrey. Exactly. I know this is really fun, guys. A common IELTS topic is work and business. You will likely be asked about your job or maybe about running a business. There could also be part three or task two questions about the difficulties of running a business in general or things that are specific to corporations. And mm. you have to have topic specific vocabulary. Okay. So we're going to talk a lot about that today. But this is very related to this exciting new um, opportunity we 
we have for you guys. So Lindsay, tell us. All right. So let's talk about it. So guys, until February 7th, which is coming up very soon, we're offering a special bundle. Aubrey, what is a bundle? Just to make sure our listeners know. Yes, right. It's a package of more than one either course or offering, right? So when you have them combined together, we call that a bundle. Yeah. So this is our business and social English online course bundle. You guys are going to get access to our business English course, which is super popular and our social English course on how to conduct yourself at cocktail parties, how to open that conversation, how to keep the conversation going, all the skills you guys need in work social situations. Aubrey, how much are they going to be able to save before February 7th? You guys are going to save $100 if you sign up before February 7th. So get in there. I'm going to share the link where you need to go. It's allearsenglish.com slash social at work. These courses are both so helpful for two reasons. First of all, for preparing for IELTS, you're learning tons of vocabulary. You're practicing the vocab you need on every part of the exam. But also, like we said, IELTS is not the end goal. These are also (laughs) going to help you prepare to be successful at work in English. You got it, Aubrey. So good. So good. So let's get into the test, the details on the test. Are we talking about speaking part three a little bit first? Yes, this is especially going to come up in speaking part three, but also speaking part one, where you're often asked about your job. Mm. So we're going Mm -hmm. to share some speaking part three questions. And we want to remind you when it comes to the vocabulary score, you cannot repeat vocabulary. You have to avoid that repetition or you cannot score higher than a seven for your vocabulary score. And you can't repeat the vocabulary in the question. More and more, I'm hearing students do this when I do a mock speaking test. Uh So for example, in speaking part three, if you get the question, why do some people decide to set up their own business? A lot of students will immediately respond with, some people decide to set up their own business because your vocabulary Uh, score and your fluency scores are immediately going down because that is signaling to the examiner you don't have enough vocabulary to say this another way. You have to paraphrase. You have to have more vocabulary to avoid that repetition. Oh my gosh, that is so good to know. And that really tells us why it's so important to understand the test and what the examiner is looking for, right? It's not just about going in, you know, even a native speaker could make that mistake. They could go in and sit in the speaking test and just say, it's because, right? This happens because that's Mm -hmm. sort of intuitive, right? Yeah, exactly. It's sort of just like your brain shuts off because you're thinking of your answer. Right. So you find yourself sort of just rotely like a robot repeating the question while you think of the answer. It's so important not to do that on IELTS. Okay. So these questions all about business, you're going to need synonyms, paraphrases, other ways to talk about business. And we are going to share that with you today. But first, let's talk about a couple of other questions you might get on speaking part three about okay. business. Lindsay, you want to share a couple? Yeah, here's one. So why do some people decide to set up their own business? Great question. And maybe what are some of the dangers involved in starting a business? Mm -hmm. Or what are some things you have to do when running your own business that might not appeal to everyone? So these are all questions we might find. Did you say on speaking part three, Aubrey? Speaking part three, exactly, right? Those are all questions that are not as much personal. They're about, you know, society in general or the business world in general. And you have to have topic-specific vocabulary. So imagine if the only word you know for business is the word business, you might 
might find yourself saying it over and over and having a difficult time avoiding repetition of vocabulary. So, Lindsay, let's share a few alternatives, a few other ways to answer this question without saying the word business. And I like the idea, by the way, Aubrey, of just banging it out right at the beginning by rephrasing the question. You immediately score points. We get that endowed progress effect and we get a confidence boost because we can smile. We can say, I'm starting this question off in a strong way. Absolutely. Good point, right? It's very, there's multiple benefits here. So, and when you're ready, when you realize how important that is, just right off the bat, as you go to answer that question, you're going to be ready to paraphrase, paraphrase, and be ready to answer in a new, interesting way. Yeah, that is huge. Okay, let's get into the first uh, alternative word. I love this one. Number one, guys, it is enterprise. So write that one down in your notebook. This is a a business or a company. I think usually in my mind, I think of a larger company. Would you say exactly so, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. won't be a brand new tiny business. It's yeah. going to be quite a large corporation. But mm-hmm. often when we're using just the word business, this is going to apply almost always, For right? Sure. So let's give some example sentences of sentences we could use to answer those questions we shared. So for example, any CEO of an enterprise has to be willing to make cuts where necessary. This is yes. such a great way to answer that question, right? Why do some or what are some things that uh, dangers involved in starting a business mm-hmm. or things that are difficult about running your own business. Right. Or or what are some things you have to do that might not appeal to everyone? Right. Exactly. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or you and- might say running an enterprise can be fraught with difficulty. So again, we're using that word enterprise instead of running a business. Yeah. And that's and a great is- bonus, yeah. by the way. Aubrey, I just want to highlight that one. Oh, okay. You are already going to do that. <laughs> no, yes, of course. I agree. Right. That's a very high level word. Fraught. That means, what does that mean, Lindsay? Oh, so filled with, but in a negative way. Right. Exactly. Right. It's likely to result in something, but definitely has that negative connotation. So we often will say fraught with difficulty, fraught with disaster. Right. I love that. It's just more expressive. Right. It makes your answer a lot more interesting. One of our goals, of course, will be keeping the examiner awake, especially if they've done 25 other tests that day on a Saturday afternoon. And that's just band nine vocabulary. I don't think I've ever heard a student use the word fraught in a speaking exam. So anytime when you use a word that the examiner doesn't hear often, that is boosting your vocabulary score. A hundred percent. And when you use it at the beginning of your answer like that, it's just so much better mentally because you get that confidence boost. All right. Exactly. So what's the next one? Yeah, the next one, both words, company and corporation, Mm -hmm. which are just direct synonyms for a business, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And these are very interchangeable. So if you find yourself about to repeat business, which was said in the question, just stop yourself and instead say corporation or company, just so you're not saying that same word over and over. Yes, I, I love it. So here's an example sentence, guys. Some people just have entrepreneurship in their DNA and they get really excited about the prospect of starting a company. And that's that key word, company instead of business. Exactly. Or you might say it's immensely risky to invest personal funds in a new corporation. These are such high level phrases. If you have these ready, you know the synonyms, you know the paraphrases, you're boosting both your fluency and vocabulary scores. Yeah, immensely risky. I love that. Is on IELTS, here's a question. Aubrey, because I haven't been hanging out in the IELTS world much. Is it valuable to put something kind of an adverb like that immensely risky uh, on the speaking test as well as writing? Or do we avoid those 
flowery words on writing or is it just speaking? Fill me in here. Mm, Good question. They're especially necessary for speaking because not only are they giving you higher level vocabulary, they're giving you those opportunities for interesting intonation. Every Mm -hmm. time you have an adjective or an adverb, you want to emphasize that word to give variety to your intonation, which is vital for your pronunciation score. But you do also want to use it on task two just to boost your vocabulary score. Writing task two. They definitely Mm -hmm. will be more formal for your writing. We're not going to use, you know, the super way, totally slang adjectives and adverbs that we use on part one of the speaking exam. Okay. Immensely is a perfect example of one that you would want to use on an essay to boost your vocabulary score. Okay, good to know. So that works in writing test two or speaking part one or three or two, I guess, right? Exactly, yeah. right? Well, this that's mm-hmm. a really good point. If you think about a word like immensely, mm-hmm. it's not wrong on part one, but you do have to have a variety of vocabulary. And okay. so to use slang, more informal adjectives on mm-hmm. part one is okay. ideal. That's where you do want to say like, you okay. know, super risky, super, got it, risky. And then on part three, when we're, it's um, more formal, topics, more, um, less personal. That's when you'd say this is immensely risky. And you see now the examiner seeing a difference in the type of vocabulary you use when answering personal questions on part one, and then more formal questions on part three. I got it. So you're saying it's kind of just a missed opportunity if you go and put a fancy word like immensely in speaking part one, because you need to spend all your valuable minutes filling up that range of vocabulary at the casual end in speaking part one and save the really fancy words like immensely for speaking part three. For sure. And then just think about the questions you're being asked. If you're asked, you know, Lindsay, what do you like for breakfast might be a part one question. If you use the word immensely, right? If you say (laughs) it's immensely important that I eat breakfast every morning, it just sounds a little strange because it's such a personal informal question, right? Yeah. But then anywhere on part three, it's going to sound very appropriate. It's the appropriate tone. Okay. So we don't want to sound tone deaf. Exactly. (laughs) That makes sense. I love that. All right, Aubrey, I'm excited to get into the third alternative word. What is that? Yeah, so our third is startup. And this is a little bit different. It's not as interchangeable for every business, for every corporation, because the meaning is a little more specific. This is a smaller company that's focused on a single product or service. And the founders of this startup are trying to bring that product to market. So you're going to be talking more about new companies, small companies, if you want to use this word startup as a synonym. Yeah, it's a great word. I think the technical definition of a startup is a company that is searching for a business model. They haven't figured out how to monetize yet. And they're in that they're still in that stage of searching. So they're trying different things. So it is a very different kind of setup than an enterprise. Exactly. So imagine if you're using the word startup to describe Walmart or Amazon or one of these giant behemoth companies that (laughs) is not, it doesn't make sense. It's actually going to lower your score. So you do have to know specifically, you know, which of these words are interchangeable, which ones can you use in which context is very important. I love it. So here's a sample sentence. An inventive individual who has an idea for a new product often ends up running a startup. Yes. Nice. Exactly. Right. So that question we shared, why do some people decide to set up their own business? Mm -hmm. What an amazing way to start the answer to that, right? Using this high level vocabulary. Yes, you can absolutely get more specific. You're asked sort of a general company about starting businesses. You definitely can talk about someone who might start a startup. 
Yeah. And I love inventive individual. That sounds kind of cool. So <laughs> it does, right? What a great adjective to describe someone as inventive. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Do we have a second one? Yes. So entrepreneurs often find themselves breaking new ground with a startup. Mm -hmm. So we have this great vocabulary to talk about starting a business and using this breaking new ground to describe that it means just doing something new, creating something that didn't exist before. Oh, yeah. And it makes me think about the new new AI business models, especially the new thing that came out, chat GTP. I wonder if you guys on IELTS Energy are going to be doing some. I wonder if there are questions yet. Do you know, Aubrey, if there are questions yet about AI and about chat GTP on IELTS, do you think? There are definitely questions about AI, but IELTS is very careful to not talk about anything too specific about very new news right. so that it can be a little more evergreen, right? So it's usually yeah. a little more general, but you can absolutely use ChatGTP as your examples, what you talk about, right? If they ask right. a little something a little more general about AI. Yeah, being as specific as we can is just more interesting, keeps the examiner awake and increases your score. Yeah, exactly. Every time we can use specific details, then yes, all of your scores are going up both on speaking and writing. I love it. So good. So as we finish out today's episode, let's remind our listeners about the special offer and when it expires. Again, when does it end, Aubrey? When do we yeah, have so until? you have until February 7th, guys. This is very exciting. Our business course, if you haven't signed up yet, it's amazing. You've got to check mm -hmm. it out. And today you get a bundle with our social English online course as well. You save $100 if you sign up before February 7th. Yeah. And imagine all the vocabulary our listeners are going to get inside that course to generate vocabulary for this course. Do you remember what we did, Aubrey? We didn't go to lists online. We surveyed all the people we knew that are active in the business world, native speakers. And we said, what are the words that you use every day at work? Those are the vocabulary words that we put into the course. So it's so exactly. real. Yes, it's so real. We had interviews with real business professionals in mm -hmm. so many different industries. And the vocabulary, the phrases that came up in that will be so useful on the IELTS exam and for you guys to be successful at work. It's so true. So guys, go to allearsenglish.com slash social at work. Just spell that out. All right. What's the takeaway for our listeners? Yes, you guys need topic-specific vocabulary for IELTS speaking and writing, and you need to be able to understand this vocabulary when it comes up on reading and listening. So today's synonyms are going to help you avoid repeating that word business so you can get seven or higher on your vocabulary scores. I love it. So good. So important to broaden that vocabulary and just go deep into that vocab. Be specific, be different, be more interesting than the candidate that walked in the room before you, right? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Especially for these very common questions, right? Business, the economy, you know, there's a good chance you'll get a question related to this. You want to make sure to focus on this vocabulary and have the words it has as um, your arsenal, right? Arsenal. The weapons you need, this vocabulary. Yes. So you're ready on test day. So good. Aubrey, thanks for having me on IELTS Energy. It's always good to be here and have thanks a good day. Us, <laughs> See you next have time. A, all right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.